Hot Takes on Catholic Dates, Episode 2. Top 10 list of places to find your wife. Part one, we're gonna do the first five and then answer a listener question. And next episode will be six through 10, along with another listener question answered. So uh, as we're going through this, it's important to remember guys that this is the market. As much as people wanna pretend like You should just find your spouse. They should just kind of come into your life without you trying. Reality is that's not how it works in the real world. We've been fed uh, the Hollywood story of just uh, running into somebody and they're the love of your life, but it doesn't often happen that way. And as guys, we're meant to be on the hunt. There's no shame in throwing out as many fishing lines as possible and just waiting for someone to nibble on one of them, and then you reel it in. So don't feel bad if you use some of these tips or all of them. Uh, You know, you're on a mission. You know what your vocation is. If you're called to be married, then you should pursue that vocation with vigor. So go after any of these, and I hope that it brings in a lot of good prospects and you find an amazing wife. All right. So for this list, the first five are going to be more typical type of uh, tips that you would hear from folks. Um, Sometimes it's good just to have a reminder in case you're not doing it already. The second half are... Less conventional tips, but uh, I put them at the second five. That way you have to listen to the podcast all the way through. Number one is joining the Catholic young adult groups. This is a great place to go and meet a lot of people that you can be sure that they are already uh, deep in their faith, or if not, they're on the journey to getting there. So it's a perfect place to meet someone that you can be pretty darn sure that they're the right type of person morally that you would like to date. However, from my experience with going to these groups, there's also a lot of weird people socially. So um, there, a lot of people will go and will be disheartened because they feel like there's not enough of the talent that they're looking for. And yeah, that's just reality. So you have to keep going because sometimes people bring a friend or new people come and very attractive and they get snatched up right away. And then they stop coming to the group because they already found the guy. So you got to remember that this is a numbers game. You want to be at as many of these as possible. Go to all of the events that they put on 
and you're just going to start to see more and more prospects come by. But it's important to not get your hopes up. And when you go to this, say you're going to find your wife on the first try, you need to be going to these year round and hope that you're meeting <clears throat> one or two prospects every six months or if you, or at least seeing them. Cause a lot of times if you only go to one, there might be an attractive girl and then you start to work on getting the confidence up to actually walk up and talk to her. And then you may never even do it. Or she starts talking to someone else like, Oh darn it. They started talking to someone else and you go home upset. You need to be going to this year round. So you have the confidence you're, you've been talking to new people all year, meeting new people. It just comes natural to you. So when you go up and talk to her, you're going to have the best chance of success. Number two, mutual friends. So this is a very underrated way of getting dates. Um, sometimes people are embarrassed by the fact that they're single. You've got to embrace it. Embrace the single mentality. You are pursuing a wife. Doesn't mean that you're not happy to meet new people and make new friends. I hope you meet a lot of new people through it, but it's okay to let your friends know, family, that, yeah, I'm single, but uh, I'm interested in dating right now because it puts it in people's minds so that when they start to meet other people in their job or whatever, you come to mind as, you know what, I think that they would be a good match for this person. And your friends and family know you well, so they're going to set you up with good people. Number three, parties. And this one, uh, I, you got to be careful because if you're just going to the parties where you know it's all the just like your good buddies that you've been hanging out with forever, they're not going to be bringing in new girls that you've never met before. You would have already heard about them or they're already going after them. So, you know, keep your good friend group around. But uh, what I'm talking about here is going to parties that you get invited to that you don't know the person that well. And you probably would rather stay at home, but you got to push through that and force yourself to actually go out. So this, for example, could be a New Year's Eve party that somebody you know from school or a distant friend is inviting a lot of people to. You got to force yourself to go. Even if you can't get another friend of yours to go with you so that you feel more comfortable, you got to go anyway. You'll go and you'll find that you're forced to get out of your comfort zone and talk to more people. And it might be nothing. It might turn out to be an awesome night where you just met new friends. Or it can be that you meet friends, you get invited to future other parties, and then you meet a girl that way too. You're working on expanding your network here. Number four, dating apps. This one, you really got to be careful because there's a lot of not good people on dating apps. Um, so you've really got to make sure that you're mentally ready to turn down a lot of folks and you're not in a, a desperate mindset where you're going to start making excuses for people and date them for a year and then have to break up with them because you thought that you could convert them or something. If you have that mentality... And please be real with yourself. If you have that mentality, don't do this one yet. This is if you already are doing all these other 
things that I've got on this list. You've got a lot of prospects coming in, so you're not afraid to say no to ones that are not cutting the mustard. As far as dating apps go, I don't like Tinder. Uh, you can do Catholic match, sure. Um, but the only other dating apps from what I've researched that are worth it are Bumble. Because on Bumble, you can set your preferences for religion to Catholic. Also, you can use Match.com and you can filter by folks that are Catholic. And this is assuming, you know, you're wanting to date someone that is Catholic. I think that's why you're listening to this podcast. So um, we can have a future podcast where we talk about dating someone that isn't religious at all, someone that's atheist or versus someone that is Catholic in name, but, you know, they're not actually a practicing Catholic. A lot of pros and cons to talk about there. Okay, I have an update on <clears throat> for my top 10 ways to find your wife uh, for dating apps. I've done more research on this and talked to my brother about it. And I originally was dogging on Tinder that it's no good. You know, Match.com, you can filter by uh, religion. That's really the way to go if you're going to use any of these dating apps because there's tons of people that are active users and it can cause you to get really down like just seeing how many people are there and uh i don't know you end up just dating for dating's sake a lot of times and you wish there was a little more filter up front so <clears throat> best way is to use the catholic dating sites that actually have a filter to make sure that they are catholic in the first place and then you can find out more once you're dating them how seriously they actually take that and Maybe they're on their way back to their faith. Maybe they're strong Catholics, always have been. Maybe it's just kind of Catholic in name. And, you know, you guys will have to decide what you're okay with there. I have my opinions. I'll talk about it on other podcasts. But anyway, the dating apps to use, Coffee Meets Bagel is one. There are a lot more people that are looking for friends on this as well as folks that want to date. So just keep that in mind. But uh, And they only give you one person per day you can look at. Some folks are a little impatient, but you know it can't hurt to have that app and then maybe have some others if you're really chopping at the bit to have more women coming to you every day. Uh, also use Hinge. This is the one that's really popular now in 2020. I actually went to a wedding last night that uh, the couple met on Hinge, and they're both from great Catholic families. It's worked out well. Uh, so those are my top three. Hinge, Coffee Meets Bagel, and Match.com. Avoid Tinder. Avoid Bumble. Avoid Plenty of Fish. These types of websites, not as great. Don't waste your time. Moving on, number five, volunteering. This one, you got to be careful as well because you don't want to just start volunteering for groups that you know that there's going to be a lot of girls at. For example, uh, tutoring or pregnancy center or um, maybe uh, 
special needs, these types of things where you already know there's going to be a lot of girls. Don't do it for that reason. Volunteer for a group that you truly feel good about because worst thing would be is if you go and you're kind of a fraud and you go to help volunteer at these groups, you meet a girl, you start dating her and later she's going to find out you don't really care about that. It's not a good look. You want to be volunteering with a group that you actually do care about and you would like to help for the rest of your life if you can. So my, you know, within the Catholic community, I really like, uh, for me personally, I like Habitat for Humanity because it helped me build skills with learning how to fix up a house, which is great skill as a guy for, you know, your house someday. Not as many girls at that, but there definitely are a lot that come. Um, so you're kind of working on something together. You might be demoing a house. You might be, uh, a lot of cleanup type of work and it's easy to be doing that, that mindless work. And you just start talking to the people around you. Another one would be the pregnancy center. If you have a love for the pro-life community, that's an easy one. Tons of girls go to that all the time. Um, and even if you don't even end up start dating them, it ends up being something just like number two with mutual friends. They start trying to set you up with other girls that they know. So I really recommend the Pregnancy Center and Habitat for Humanity. Uh, our first question for this podcast comes from Anonymous in Ohio, 23 years old. And the question is this. I want to ask out a girl who just broke up with her boyfriend. Do I just do it? That's a tough one. Uh, Got to know more details around this. I want to know if you knew the guy that she was dating. That opens up a whole other can of worms. If you're best friends with the guy that um, this girl is dating, it's a no-go. Even if the guy says it's fine if you go out with her, don't go out with her. If this is a person in your friend group, not a best friend, still I would lean on no. They only should have gone out with the person for less than three months. That's the rule I'm going to put. Even then, it's risky. You might mess up the friend group. The guy might, because a lot of times you'll ask a guy, is it cool if I ask her out? And they're like, oh, yeah, dude, whatever. I, I don't even care about her anymore. But uh, they're not in touch with their own feelings and don't realize that that actually pisses them off. And, you know, maybe in theory they're okay with it. But then if you start walking around with that girl on your arm and they're seeing it, they might have some jealousy issues and start being a dick to you. Not a position I want to be in. There's plenty of girls out there, guys. You don't have to go after a girl that was dating one of your good friends. If this is a guy who's more of an acquaintance, totally free game. Totally free game. If you don't even know the guy, yeah, you can go for it. My only, okay, so that addresses the guy in this situation. As far as the girl, you got to judge it based on how long she was dating that guy because that's going to determine how heartbroken she is and how long it's going to take for her to get over him. I believe the rule is uh, it takes them half the amount of time that they were dating 
that person to get over them. So if they were dating a guy for a year, it's going to take them six months to get over that guy and actually be fully ready to date again. If they were dating for three months, it's going to take six weeks, so on and so forth. That's a rule of thumb. Isn't always true. Sometimes girls, they've kind of been trying to break up with a guy for many months, but just didn't have the heart to do it. And those girls tend to be kind of, they get over it pretty quick. So it's a rule of thumb, not all necessarily true, but the worst thing would be that you go after a girl that just got out of a relationship and then you become the, uh, what do they call it? The, uh, the rebound guy. Oh, I've been in this position before. The girl, it's, uh, it sucks so bad because the girl will be crazy about you. But And they think that they're crazy about you, but it's for the completely wrong reasons. It's because they liked being liked in their last relationship, and they don't want to face the reality of being single. So they hop to the next guy quickly, and it feels nice, but then it comes like two weeks in, a month in, two months in, and then they're like, oh, crap, I wasn't ready I'm not ready. I can't. This guy is like giving his heart to me and I'm not ready to give my heart to him. It's a bad position to be in. My recommendation is don't go for a girl that just broke up with a guy. If you really like her, I would say try to wait until she's had that half the time they were dating period to get over them. Otherwise, you're just asking for heartache and your time is precious. You got to be dating girls that are ready for you. You do not have to settle for less and hope that it works out. You're just going to end up making yourself more resentful towards women in general. Don't do that, guys. All right, that's it for this week. Stay tuned for upcoming podcasts in the future. 